Thanks for listening. Don't forget to favorite the station. And if you like the headlines we deliver here, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash DTNS. We'll talk to you next time. Nissan announced it will have a pilot test system to hail autonomous Nissan LEAF vehicles, two vehicles to start with, in March in Japan. Nissan is working with Dina to create the ride-hailing service. The system will be able to handle vague queries like, I want ramen, and pick a place for the passenger, although you can put in your own destination too. Nissan aims to have a commercial fleet of LEAF cars in service by the early 2020s. GM announced a new service called Marketplace that would let drivers pre-purchase coffee and gas and do things like make restaurant reservations right from the dashboard. Some purchases in the new system are completed using a smartphone. IBM intends to sell its AI-focused Power 9 chip to cloud vendors, but has also created the AC922 computer running the chip, which it intends to offer as a cloud service itself. IBM says the Power 9 can increase workloads on common AI frameworks like Chainer, TensorFlow, and Cafe by almost four times. IBM also said it worked closely with NVIDIA to build a system bus that can move workloads between Power 9 and NVIDIA GPUs ten times as fast as competitors. Power 9 will be used in the Summit supercomputer being built by Lawrence Livermore and Oak Ridge National Labs. The U.S. FCC wants to change ISPs from being considered common carriers back to being considered information services as they were before 2015. Back then, AT&T was sued by the U.S. FTC over throttling its unlimited customers. Now, AT&T argues that since it is a common carrier in voice, that the FTC had no jurisdiction over its data, even though back then data was an information service. If AT&T wins the case on those grounds then the reclassification of ISPs as an information service would mean that neither the FCC or the FTC could regulate AT&T or any other ISP's data service. The FCC is voting on the reclassification December 14th, likely before the court case will be decided. Samsung has begun mass production of the first 512 gigabyte embedded universal flash storage chip, which means phones could have 512 gigabytes of storage. The chip has 860 megabytes per second sequential read speed and 255 megabit per second sequential write speed. 255 megabyte, I should say. That means a 5 gigabyte HD video could transfer in about 6 seconds. Along with the release of Android 8.1, Google is releasing Android Oreo Go Edition to OEMs, a.k.a. manufacturers. The low-end Android configuration also comes with a suite of Go versions for Google apps like Maps, Gmail, YouTube, Assistant, and more. Android Go works on devices with less than a gigabyte of RAM and uses less memory and less storage. Eurogamer noted that Zhuge X tipped people off on Twitter that Nintendo and NVIDIA have partnered in China to upgrade Wii and GameCube games to 1080p and port them to Android. Titles include Super Mario Galaxy, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, New Super Mario Brothers, Wii, and Punch-Out. They're all exclusive to the NVIDIA Shield. Instagram has updated its Stories function for Android and iOS to automatically archive them to a private part of your profile. The feature will be turned on by default, but can be turned off. You can then make what's called Stories Highlights by adding up to 100 old Stories clips, which you can then display on your profile. Apple has begun selling an unlocked version of the iPhone X without a SIM card in the United States, meaning you can activate it on any carrier you want. You could buy an unlocked phone previously by paying full price, but there was confusion about which models would work on which systems, and all of them came with a carrier SIM card. 
The Honor 7X phone is now available in the United States for pre-order for $200, delivering mid-December. Costs 270 pounds in the UK and 300 euros in Europe, with some regions getting immediate shipping. The 5.93-inch phone has a 2-1 aspect ratio display and a 2160 by 1080 screen, though no fast charging or NFC. Fitbit is adding a few dozen apps to its Ionic smartwatch. Among the new additions are Philips, Flipboard, and Yelp. And outside of the United States, Deezer. Fitbit says by the end of the month, apps will arrive from United Airlines, Nest, Clue, and TripAdvisor, among others. The updates also add new watch faces and support for more credit cards. YouTube said Monday it plans to have more than 10,000 people on staff in 2018 to identify inappropriate content. YouTube hopes adding human staff will help improve its algorithmic efforts at stopping objectionable content. YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki said the company will launch a new comment moderation tool and shut down comments altogether in some cases.